Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 194. We're off to a fantastic start. You laughed my opening. Are how are you, Johnny? I'm doing all right. I went to two different doctor's appointments today because shingles is a disease that never ends. Uh, Other than that, I'm doing great. (laughs) How are you? Um, I'm pretty good. I'm a little hungover. I was at a wedding yesterday. That was very fun. Uh, Sunday weddings are. A weird little mind fuck because you keep thinking that it's Saturday and then it's Sunday and then you wake up and you're like, what a lovely Sunday. And then everyone's like, it's Monday. I'm at work. Shut up. I hate you. And I'm like, okay, right. well, that's fine. Yeah. Well, quick, um, uh, Two questions. Number one, was it your wedding? It was not my wedding. Great. That's good. Mm-hmm. Number because, two. Uh, because you weren't there. I like that that's the main ingredient of your wedding is like whether or not I mean, that I is was a, there. That is an ingredient. I wouldn't say it's the main ingredient, but it is like it is lower down. It's like a teaspoon of John needs to be included on the wedding. You know, I was uh, trying on my old suits in anticipation of your wedding last weekend. And if you see me in a new suit at your wedding, it means that I didn't accomplish what I needed to. Love it. I, I love it. Um, I had... Uh, yeah, getting ready for a wedding is always the worst. And I made a critical decision that almost completely blew up in my face. I wore yesterday, I wore khaki pants. And then it turned out that the uh, wedding was outside. Uh, and we sat in the sun for 35 minutes. And I almost sweat straight through the khaki colored <laughs> pants that I was wearing uh, and had butt sweat. But luckily, it ended just in time for me to get back inside. And not have swamp ass in front of completely sweated people. through. Yes. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. A two tone khaki is a beautiful look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone loves it. Everyone is all about <laughs> yeah. it. Um, speaking of loving everything about it, do you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Two tone khaki is my nickname at the public pool. How we doing, boys? <laughs> Solid. Imagine, thank you for will, being here. Thank you for having me. Imagine sort of uh, like a farmer's tan, but all but an all over farmer's tan. You know, just different <laughs> parts of my body sporadically tanned, and uh, it, very clear delineations on where I stopped wearing clothes. You know what I mean? They have to have some kind of sweat clothes where it's like remember the uh, the white magic marker that showed through the other magic markers. Like if there was clothes that when you start sweating, they just have like reveal fun messaging. Oh, I see. Yes. That okay. has to exist, right? Yes. I'm, sh- I'm sure it does. It's like those, those um, like paint that is uh, activated by heat and then changes yes, color. Right. I think though. That is I a better example. I think it's the opposite of what you want it to be where it's, it's the, it's like I've, cause there are these shirts uh, I've seen them because there's like a motivational th- thing on Reddit one time, and it was this really big fat guy, and he was wearing a shirt, and he took a picture of himself uh, at the gym. Listen, it is. He's, there's no other way to describe this man. <laughs> he's sure, a big fat. I'm he's sure a he big would fat guy. He he's a big fat guy. It was like a motivate because he he was losing weight, and it was part of yeah, his weight loss journey. And he's wearing <laughs> in the picture, he's wearing a plain gray T-shirt, and then at the yeah. the second picture is him wearing the same shirt, but it's it's covered in sweat. And the sweat has revealed letters that say you can go home now. That's fun. 
I see. Yes. But but you <laughs> and I like to think that he just jumped in the pool and, yeah. then, and, then, and then came back out. It was like this is great. Uh, That's what all his friends smarter, him said. It's a pool party, harder, you know. <laughs> all oh, all of the gratification, it. none of the accomplishment. Correct. Perfect. <laughs> uh, how were your respective weeks and weekends? Uh, pretty good. I don't know if you heard, Joe. I was at a wedding. I didn't. You guys keep me in a soundproof room before we enter these. <laughs> yeah, that was before you were here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was at a wedding. It was very hot outside, but otherwise it was great. The food at this place, this place had too much food. Oh, like, interesting. There were, there, were, there were too many options. Have I ever sense. heard you say that before? I don't think so. No, but it was just like, there was... It was one. It was one of the biggest weddings. It was 250 people, which was that's it's a, lot, a of lot of people. When you see that in one room, you're like, "This is a lot of people." That's a hundred more it, than an optimal wedding, I would say. I I believe, yeah, I think the optimal is somewhere in the 150 to 100. What like are both of yours going to be? 120. Mine's going to be like 165, I think. So I think anywhere from like 120 to like 180 is is manageable we're gunning, and fun. We're gunning for 150. Um, um, and after that, we will kick people out. But they just had. It was like two. So the cocktail hour had a like a pulled pork station with fried pickles and barbecue, like meat off the bone barbecue. And then there were sliders and there were uh, other types of sandwiches. And then there was an entire um, like uh, cold antipasto area in the middle. And then on the far side, there was an entire pasta bar and a stromboli bar and all this stuff. And it was just like overwhelming. And there were, then there were past hors d'oeuvres going around. through the whole, So like I didn't get to try everything and I had to like manage. I like being able to be like, Oh, I get to try everything. And get this was like, you had to be much more strategic about what you wanted to try right. and how much of it you wanted to try and where you were. And like also just where you were in the room kind of determined what food you ended up getting because you're like, well, I'm, I'm not going to walk all the way over. Like, that's the, the complete other side. All my people are here. And it right. was just, it was a lot. It was very well done. It was and that was wedding. just the cocktail hour. Just the cocktail hour. Was so, there a full meal? Then there was a full, yeah, then there was a full sit-down wow. dinner. Yeah. What, it, which con- consisted of what? It was a uh, salad. That was actually two salads on the same plate, which was a honestly a power out. move. It was great. I, I loved the it. The dreaded I was all duo. About it. It was a it was like a tomato mozzarella with a crostini and then a Caesar salad. Same okay. plate. All right. Boom. I'm into that. Right. Whenever Delicious. on Top Chef they do a duo, that person gets kicked off. So that was a bold move. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Uh, oh yeah. Um, it's a thing. It's like both risotto. Them, Those both are two of them were fantastic. Um, of and then dinner, I had a filet mignon with asparagus and mashed potatoes, and the filet was cooked perfectly. Insane. Everyone's well, every well, perfectly single well filet done. was cooked perfectly. When, yeah, when, yeah. And, and, <laughs> obviously when James says perfectly, he means well done. because he like, right. Not a hint of pink. Yeah. <laughs> I like it raw on the yucky. outside, well done on the inside. <laughs> that's what I like. You know it's, what I think what might you gotta do is you that. take you take a red hot poker and you have to stab it through the middle. <laughs> and then that's of the cow I, before it yeah, dies. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> I, ideally, so you're like the best thing that could happen for you is is a small sort of cut fillet cut charred to the charred to bits basically that is then wrapped in raw meat. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That'll work. So sort of like skewered and served as if uh uh, 
like as if on a skewer. <laughs> I yeah, I like, yeah, good one. <laughs> Joe, you really you nailed the ending. You stuck I it, if you will. I said earlier, I'm tired. I'm not going to think of words good today. <laughs> Johnny, I'm right there you? with you. I, I'm right there with you, Joe. I took a nap, and it has ruined my day. Yeah, one of those gonna... classic. One of those classic naps where, like, I need this nap, and it has done nothing but but take away from what is supposed to be my day. Yeah. I didn't go to any weddings this weekend. Uh, But that being said, uh, I still did eat wedding food. Uh, (laughs) You you pulled the Larry Bird and ordered a wedding cake? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I finished winning time this weekend. The show is fine. Yeah. 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 It, it's it, really hard to make basketball look good on TV unless you're watching basketball. Right. A- acted basketball is tough. Right. Like actors who clearly have taken three weeks of basketball for actors in a high school gym with green screens. Right. And, and I think it's also unfortunate that the best representation of basketball on film involved a golden retriever. <laughs> Honestly, that might be the best. He was better... Because, the a- actor who plays Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right. And your expectations are sufficiently low enough that you're like, well, there's a dog out there. The basketball doesn't have to look great. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, I ate uh, – well, quick sidebar. My favorite thing is uh, for James's wedding when I was RSVPing, and I said, what do you re- recommend getting? And his response was, I ate that food three years ago. I stand by none of my recommendations. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't want to get caught out. And, and be like, oh, this is good. And then someone be like, hey, this was bad. All right, yeah. It was so – my engagement and wedding process has been so long. I, I t- last tasted this food in December of 2018. Well, especially because we were different people when I'm, you tasted yeah, that Yeah, exactly. Food. I'm guaranteeing nothing. And also <laughs> all of the all – the, you gave the food all like old references for names. Mm. So there's like the Gangnam Style Chicken, which was old even then, James. That was, that was on <laughs> you to call it that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We've been we've been planning this wedding for four years. If I show up and it's folding chairs and like cardboard tables, I'm gonna be happy. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I'm like, here you go, eat your slop, idiots. Let's let's fucking dance. <laughs> yeah. On all the uh, napkins, it's gonna say Bernie 2020. Right. <laughs> it does. Right. Our name tags. I think our name tags are still gonna be the same name tags, and the date's just gonna be crossed out. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny like that's very funny yeah a lot of a lot of a lot of in hindsight bold 2020 on thing. it was bold bold to have declared yeah. 2020 it's weird that the james, theme was james and olivia 2020 right well the theme <laughs> i remember you guys tossing around the, the theme was there will never be another global pandemic which is a weird which is a weird <laughs> wedding theme yeah that honestly hey that's on us okay? yeah that, that was that was right that was you had been reading a lot about the spanish flu and we're like this could be yeah. a theme <laughs> yeah that's never gonna happen again can yeah. you imagine <laughs> Uh, you, um, sorry, Jack, you said anything? you were eating. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't think I ate anything of note this weekend, did I? <laughs> what did I do this weekend? It doesn't matter. Uh, I had to go to two doctor's appointments today. Life is yeah. life is hell. Uh, <laughs> do you eat anything good, Joey? No, I did pose as a doctor earlier today and saw a patient about a heart thing. But uh, <laughs> 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 no, I um, 
I actually had a very good uh, eating weekend. I so I, I embraced the entire spectrum of Italian cooking. Uh, we got Domino's on Saturday night, and then we went to this place uh, called the Romi on Sunday night that is like proper Italian, like from Italy cuisine. And um, which one do you think held up better? They fly it over, Joe? They fly it over, yeah, and then they drop it down like when they when helicopters drop fish into lakes to repopulate. <laughs> You're talking about Domino's, I'm assuming, right? <laughs> uh, honestly, it was some Just of the like best. Just like a Mama Domino used to make. <laughs> it's Mama Domino. Um, it was some of the best Italian food I've ever had. Um, wow. What did we get? Uh, there was a burrata, which I don't normally love, but it was over eggplant. Uh, which I also don't normally love, but somehow the two came together <laughs> to be delicious. Two negatives make a positive. How did, yeah. how did that? How did that order even happen? <laughs> like what? Two... Well, I don't like either of those things. Yeah, I don't like either of these things. I'm gonna order it because I lost the I lost the appetizer fight to win the main war, so that we could end up with the pizza and pasta that I wanted. Oh, you guys split. Yes, we shared everything. See, this is why I don't uh, split. I don't. I don't have to compromise at all. Scorched earth policy. As, as a man, scorched earth would... policy at all times. I get my appetizer. I get my dinner. You get what you want. <laughs> as Amanda and I are, are figuring out what we, as a t- as a team, wanted to order from Domino's, she goes, "You know, Amanda and or, uh, James and Olivia just get their own pizzas." <laughs> yeah, we do. And and I gotta tell you, it's saved our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the first time you guys are within six months of dating each other, you're 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 determining a pizza order for the first time, and you say one ingredient, she says another one, and then a standoff, <laughs> like like silent, staring, sweating standoff. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close. That's pretty close. No, actually, with pizza toppings, we're very lucky to be aligned. That we both love onion as like our go-to topping. So. We'll just do that. But James. Domino's Domino's pizzas, get yeah. your own. They're mediums. They're little sure. baby guys. Come on. As we know, it is not pizza. Therefore, right. you can do whatever you want and think of it Correct. as a different category. James, hold I on. Was listening to, oh, uh, I was listening to Mike Birbiglio's podcast this weekend, and he had Jimmy Kimmel on, who famously likes to make pizzas. And they were talking about Domino's. And he says that he's like, I know a guy who lives in Brooklyn who orders Domino's a lot. He's like, and he just must think of it as a different category of food. I'm like, does Jimmy Kimmel knows James? God know James? damn it. We need to go. We need to murder. Jimmy, Jimmy, he needs to be silenced. He needs to be murdered. <laughs> uh, it's I funny agree with that, but up. just because of his stance on health care. Johnny, just, uh, it's <laughs> funny. You, you bring up famous <laughs> pizza enthusiast and nothing else, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's mainly known for, right? <laughs> Um, uh, someone at work told me that they were like they saw something about Action Bronson and his like food thing, and they didn't know his music at all. And I'm like, that's okay. He's better at food than music, <laughs> which is not really true. But I thought it was a fun thing to say. He, I think he's yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, we got a carbonara and a like prosciutto and arugula pie. Uh, good. That was they were both phenomenal and then they brought the they, guy brought they survived out, they survived the flight from italy well they survived the flight from italy i managed to catch a decent chunk of prosciutto good like, i imagine that arugula just went everywhere in the in the in the slipstream <laughs> of the jet the arugula was like confetti in times square on new year's <laughs> eve it was all over the place but, i'm very good at catching grapes in my mouth and it feels like the next step is have someone throw it from an airplane sure yeah you want to dude perfect it essentially <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
like, oh, how did your how did your friend John lose an eye? Okay, well, he was really confident about his grape catching ability. I, I was gonna say like, how did how did John manage? Like, I'm envisioning it where the gravity and speed with which it's coming down, it enters your mouth and exits your butt in one fell swoop. <laughs> it just goes. I think that's how the body down. works. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I've never understood it goes, anatomy. It, it goes through his digestive system like a pinball. Just, just, <laughs> like, <laughs> just really quick. Building momentum as it goes through the small intestine. What if this is what we like rent a blade for? Like we call in Uber for helicopters. <laughs> like, okay. Listen, we're not going to go anywhere. <laughs> we're just going to have you make a couple of passes o- over the landing area. And my friend John is going to catch a grape. <laughs> we just show up with a bag of grapes. I also love as if we're going to drop them and seagulls aren't going to swipe them out of the sky. <laughs> like, like it, it, it's almost at Johnny and a bird comes out of nowhere to swipe it away. Like we were going to nail it. <laughs> the only thing that held us back was that bird. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of, this is not apropos. Well, sort of apropos. There's a bird that like we're in a fight with currently on our walks with captain there's this like <laughs> who's we <laughs> me a man and captain we are united front against this bird and we're right. losing <laughs> it's nice that captain's inv- uh, united as well when he goes out to dinner with you you have to make sure that he gets what he wants as well <laughs> yeah, right yeah, yeah. as opposed captain to when james goes when, appetizers. when james goes out to dinner with captain he makes him get his own thing he, he really does <laughs> yeah and he seems to have a much more fun time with me <laughs> He loves the freedom. We try to keep him on a short leash because he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the table, we got burrata, we got prosciutto, and we got a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> no, we don't need to tell the bird story. The point is this bird squawks at us like aggressively and like will fly at us. And it's at this one corner of the walk around Ikea. And it's really frustrating. It's probably Have you ever hit it with a broom? Nest. Have you ever, yeah, have you tried not walking by the bird? Yes, and it comes and finds me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, what now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we talk about SpongeBob and his square pants. Yeah. A show uh, this we've is definitely the, never done before. This is the 85th episode that we've done from SpongeBob. Sure. One thing that I think is lost in a lot of the SpongeBob recreations that uh, Andrew Ray from Binging with Babish does is uh, they're never done underwater. So really, all of the SpongeBob creations should be <laughs> made bullshit. in a fishbowl. It's fish all bullshit. Bowl. His whole show is garbage, dude. He's fucking yeah. garbage. What a coward. Do it, in an, do it in an aquarium if you really believe in your brother. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, let's, let's, let's throw down the gauntlet, right? Smack him with a glove. We challenge you to try and make all the SpongeBob recipes you've made. We will. Johnny will provide a giant fish tank for you. <laughs> That's right. Well, let's see. As the um, fish guy of the group. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I am always a... recommending you when someone asks for a fish guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah you're my go-to fish guy. It's nice to have in the back pocket. Thank you. Um, I did One of my nicknames for me growing episode. up for my brothers was Jono Fish. <laughs> that's uh, true. That's actually true. No, I get it. It's just funny 
that we were all the way through a James thought, but then we we tagged that. <laughs> I came back. I loved it. it came all the way back. I loved it so much. Sorry. No, no, no. I I mean, I genuinely loved it because it frustrated James. Yeah, which is the is, best part. Yeah, which is and, our favorite thing to do. And this is a this is a comedy podcast ostensibly. Right. So anything anything for the bit. And comedy is talking over people. Correct. <laughs> the best way to make people laugh is to drown out the other people who are also trying to drown you out. <laughs> James, finish your thought. Um, I had a question about this. In the episode, he did a poor a, – a not typically, he provides enough context of whatever he's making. There was not – I have no – I've never seen this episode. It appeared to be from later SpongeBob years. There was no context of what this was or what is even happening, and I don't know what was going on in that episode of SpongeBob. That's so a great point. Back, I can I can provide some context here as the resident expert. Please. Uh, it's from the back half of what I would consider the golden era of SpongeBob, which is like the first three or four seasons. Uh, SpongeBob wakes up on a Sunday, decides he's going to make a Sunday. He realizes he has no ice cream, and then Gary ate all of the peanuts. And he has none of the materials that he needs. So he says, oh, well, I'll just uh, throw in some ketchup instead. Ketchup is like ice cream. Uh, and instead of, uh, you know, toppings, I've got these onions. I'll chop them up, throw those in there. And he throws a whole potted peanut plant that's old and dying, throws that in as well. And then the rest of the episode is it gives SpongeBob such horrible breath that people run away screaming the whole rest of the episode. Patrick can't smell it because he doesn't have nostrils. So he's like, oh, it's probably just because you're ugly. And then the whole episode is a misunderstanding of SpongeBob thinking he's un- ugly, but just having bad breath. Interesting. Nice. Okay. Yeah, usually Babish does a very good job of, in the clip, surmising what it is the food that he's going to make is. But, yeah, there was a gap this time. This we didn't just, get some yeah, of that context. Kind of, I mean, it, it led to a very fast episode, which I was a fan of. And, just, right. I, didn't, I didn't really understand what was happening and where dough. he was getting all this stuff from. So, And based on my just now, I don't, I don't know, like 30 to 40 minute explanation, I get why he maybe left it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, but yours showed like deep he, uh, knowledge of the resolution that would happen and like the character arcs and just it was beautiful. <laughs> sure, it's lived in. What he should do is get around copyright laws by just posting full episodes of shows right. in the beginning of his thing. Now we're So then talking. we can just watch Spongebob for free. Because what you do is you put them inside a mortise, right? And then you you sort of shade it down, change the color contrast a little, pitch the voices up a touch. Up, yep, yep. And you then they up pitch. And they, maybe you, a little, maybe a little faster. Right. You know. So that people have to slow down their viewing speed, and then it all yeah. fits. Yeah. Nice. That's perfect. That's that how sounds I, like a pleasant way to watch. That's how I watched uh, the Seven Samurai. That's how I watched most of the Criterion Collection. Is <laughs> is poorly and pirated. <laughs> the way the way it was to it was destined. The way it was to meant to be. Yes. Yeah. That's that's how I watched uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Uh, that was like my friend. Citizen my friend Kane. watched my friend watched Dune on a plane, and I wanted to fight him. Absolutely, <laughs> like, the fuck not. Like, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'll watch it on a plane now, but I, yes. I I watched it, at the very least, in a home theater setup, even though I didn't get to see it in the theater. Yeah, Dune is a great movie to start and get 30 seconds in and be like, nah, I don't want to watch this, because that's what I've done. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I get you probably got to be in a vibe for it. You got to want to hear I, space sounds. I started it, and I was like, I'm out, and then I started watching Mad Men again. <laughs> Which, Which I've been with a lot of movies. Has has a lot more space sounds than you remember, Mad Men. You go to you go to John's 
<laughs> Fuck, what's the website where you review movies? I forget what it's called. Uh, Letterboxd? Yeah, John's letterbox profile is just, this movie wasn't Mad Men. It's just (laughs) every single movie. Everything is related to whether or not it has the character arc of a Don Draper type. (laughs) I just love the idea of you like seeing a movie about people who work in advertising, even just tangentially, and being like, this is close, but not quite what I was looking for. (laughs) This had some of the elements. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything ever all at once. It was good. What it lacked was people having conversations in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> there was there were some conversations in an elevator in that movie. I'll be honest. Not but nearly just, enough indoor smoking for me. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't want to be clear. Everything everywhere all at once has both of those things, but just not in the amount that you would want. Yeah. Right. I'll say that uh, way too much happened and not enough standing around drinking whiskey. <laughs> And, and just, I mean, this is where my profile comes in to, like, nudge John's. And I go, and I don't know if that was everything. I mean, it was a lot. But it was there's only so much you're going to get in, like, two and a half hours. That was <laughs> some things, some places, over the course of two and a half hours. Bad advertising. <laughs> so what Vadish does is he makes these ice creams. <laughs> and uh, he does his version of a better version is interesting. I feel like this was a quintessential Babish episode of like, take something gross, try to make something interesting. So what he does is he tries to make a, uh, onion ice cream, a tomato ice cream. And then, uh, the third ice cream is a combination of weird things trying to imitate a peanut plant, which is peanut butter, ice cream, matcha ice cream, and then a beetroot ice cream. So interesting premise for the episode. Um, all of the there was no real nothing really like super notable about the. Ma- oh no! Johnny, okay, I'm back. Sound- was what you guys <laughs> talked about good enough that we should keep that in, or I'm gonna edit that out? <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it now because <laughs> because you <laughs> dropping all the batteries onto the desk sounded like bullets. <laughs> and James and I, James and I posited that maybe you were so mad that your batteries ran out that you were gonna threaten to kill yourself for the rest of the episode <laughs> and we would just record the rest of it at, in these same tenors and tones but you holding a gun to your head the entire no, he's time. got he's got the gun in his mouth he's like yeah it's fun trial it's really kind of a fun trial do you guys think i should start a letterbox profile uh my episode is just that i was so upset it's like the beginning of shawshank where all the bullets fall out of his car <laughs> that's a very obscure reference that's a perfectly obscure that's a great reference, reference. Um, I'll, do, I'll, I'll, should I edit that out or is it good? Yeah, you can, you can play with it. I trust you. All right. Yeah, futz with it. All right, here I go. Um, right. So then he makes a beetroot, matcha, and peanut butter ice cream to try to emulate what a, uh, kind of a peanut plant peanut would plant. be. Um, yeah, right. overall, yeah. Fu- like fun episode, the ice creams he makes, Re- nothing crazy. Real quick, real quick. Listen, now I know what matcha is, but I know that. Joe doesn't know what matcha is. So, John, can you explain to Joe what matcha is and how it would go into an ice cream? Uh, it would be a joy, too. Uh, Joe, but real quick before, uh, do you want to prove James wrong or do you want me just to explain it? <laughs> I'd, I'd love to. And I just want to be clear that I'm, I'm remembering this. This is just off the dome. Of right? course. So I, believe, I couldn't I, believe you more. 
Can I say that this is hilarious? Because both of you, when I was like, what's matcha? Both of your faces lit up from you typing in matcha on your computers. No, I knew what it was beforehand. Both, both of James, you. Both, I'm laughing I, because that's I, such a silly thought. Of course we weren't very looking clearly, up matcha. Very clearly see you guys Googling what is matcha on, on, your, on so, your I will so, have you, Joe explained it, but I refuse so to here's be. The thing. I have matcha. I was actually... I was in the process of looking up. I know what matcha is. I didn't know how to perfectly define a Sunday. So I was looking up S-U-N-D-A-E. Now, how does that relate to what matcha is? That's a great question. Matcha, or matcha for the Brits, is a finely ground powder of specially grown and processed green tea leaves traditionally consumed in East Asia. Again, this is just from ma- this is just what I can recall. It's not going to be perfect. The green tea plants used for matcha are shade grown for like three to four weeks before harvest. The stems and the veins are removed while they're processed. And then during that shaded growth, the plant Camellia sinensis produces more theanine and caffeine. And the powdered form of matcha is consumed differently from tea leaves and bags. Uh, and it's usually suspended in a liquid like water. Or Got milk. it. Now, again, okay. I went, through, I went through many phases during the pandemic, but one of them was having matcha every morning. So how dare you question my whether or not my computer lit up. Well, it was a very suspicious. I was just looking at <laughs> I saw your I saw your hands move and I saw that computer screen light up as if it was on a very white Wikipedia page. I was just uh, looking man. up how to load a gun properly to kill yourself. <laughs> Right, specifically for that that purpose. Oh wait, yeah, that's a different gun loading John, techniques. John, please, please keep the part where we were riffing about that earlier in. Otherwise, that's going to seem like an insane reference. Oh <laughs> right, I forgot. Uh, dear listener, uh, my batteries died, and I had to uh, put new batteries in. And while we weren't recording, I dropped a bunch of batteries on the table, and it sounded like bullets. And then we did a whole bit about how I would be killing myself. Therefore, yeah. this joke was fine, and I'm okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the point is, do you guys want to know what a Sunday is? Yes, I do. Please. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's an ice cream dessert of American origin that typically consists of one or more scoops of ice cream topped with sauce or syrup, and in some cases other toppings such as sprinkles, whipped cream, marshmallows, peanuts, maraschino, or maraschino cherries. Do you ever... Uh, you ever hear a definition where you're like, oh, maybe the definition will like shed new light on something, and then you hear the definition is like, oh, that's exactly what I thought it was. I didn't yes. need that. Yeah. Uh, according to the online etymology dictionary, the origin of the term Sunday is obscure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, but this is a fun fact about them. Uh, they are, there are contested origins. With multiple places claiming to be the birthplace of the ice cream sundae. Well, that's great. Uh, I'm glad that we all learned ma- together. The yeah. main two places, do you want to guess what states they're in? Like American, like of the 50 states? They're two, they're two states because it's an American dessert. So you it, give us it some hints. Be, the, these are the two states. Uh, there is one with which you are very familiar and one with each, which you are probably not as familiar. Joe, I don't want to brag, but I know New York all and 50 Wisconsin. states. James looked it up. I didn't. Did I get it? Yeah, it's New York and Wisconsin. Oh! <laughs> nice! Yeah. What did he win? Two Rivers, Wisconsin. Uh, it claims that they invented it in 1881. Buffalo, New York claims that they invented it in 1889. And Ithaca claims it. Evanston, Illinois claims it. Plainfield, Illinois claims it. 
listen. Right. The point is, it's a bunch of creamy, sugary shit in a bowl, and I can't get enough. And Kentucky said they invented it in 2012. Yeah, <laughs> Kentucky was a little a little behind it. They were trying to start some shit. That was like peak Mitch McConnell years, and he was like, oh, we invented it on Sunday. You know? um, so of the ice cream he makes, he makes a caramelized onion ice cream. He makes a tomato jam ice cream. He makes a matcha ice cream. He makes a beetroot ice cream and a peanut butter ice cream. Of the and five, he drinks a whiskey drink, and he drinks a lager drink. Right, he, Sorry, right, 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 right. He makes the ice creams that remind him of the good times. <laughs> of the five, it seems peanut butter is easily the most, like, that's a good ice cream flavor. Like, that feels yes. like off the board as our guaranteed winner. Of the remaining four, which one appeals to you most? None of them. They all <laughs> look like dog shit. I hate them. The, the caramelized onion one gave me really hard flashbacks because it had like pieces of caramelized onion and i hate when ice cream has like fruit infused because my grandma used to have this was it like cherry or strawberry briars and it had like veins it had like veins of fruit through the ice cream that's to appeal to the old people it was the only ice cream she had so whenever you went over there she'd be like do you want ice cream and as a little kid you're like yes and then you'd get it and you'd be like this sucks grandma i hate you i'm glad you're dead now briars is such a geriatric ice cream brand yes i had briars a lot growing up which maybe explains something but uh (laughs) i didn't think of it that way i think briars changed a lot in the last 10 to 15 years i don't i think it was better in the early 90s yeah briars we hardly even know you anymore yeah (laughs) i think that's true for a lot of ice creams because like what is it Haagen-Dazs that only that still has like a decent milk fat content like the rest of them use like preservatives and additives and don't have the actual natural yeah. like yeah, good yeah, shit yeah. anymore I think matcha is um, the clear second best in my mind cuz I've had matcha ice cream and it's yeah. quite good I it, I wouldn't love it but it would be much more tolerable than either of the other two I don't yes, like correct I yeah I to, agree I think like tomatoes as a dessert feels insane awful. caramelized onion just the just caramelized not, onion, I think, for. has potential. I mean, it, not good. Like, I feel like peanut butter, clear number one, matcha, a ways away, but a clear number two. And then three, four, and five are pretty dicey. But I think that three would be caramelized onion for me just because that has the most natural sweetness to it. Right. It, I just don't like that flavor profile. No, of course not. Cold. Like, cold. Like, I love. Caramelized onion, but not cold. Have you it's, heard it feels like it, about the Van Leeuwen macaroni and cheese ice cream, or have you tasted it? No. no. It's it's like a novelty thing, and it seems crazy. But I've seen enough people eat it on TikTok to be like, and then they go, "Oh my god, it's not actually that bad." That I kind of want to try it now. Because it's ice cream made with like the mac and cheese cheese powder. I'm a, I, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I assume so. But I, no, I'm, I'm looking it up. Oh, okay. I'm, correct. <laughs> I'm a very smart. I'm a very smart person. Very good. <laughs> um. It's. I I feel like the textures like no matter what you do to caramelized onion, the texture is still gonna sneak in there somehow and ruin a bite of ice cream. Yeah, no, I you know and like I mean? and Babish as much says as much at the end of the episode. He tries all of them and just says they're all interesting, which is not good. Yeah. But yeah. I think I'd go caramelized. I think my order goes peanut butter, matcha, caramelized onion, tomato, beetroot last. But that three, four, and five real dicey. Yeah, I think I think I'm in agreement with you there. I know. Never mind. I okay. was going to finish that thought, and then I was like, I, I was like, I, I know, I know, disagreeing is like most of what we do, but <laughs> you, you kind of nailed At it. At some point, we're <laughs> like, yeah, what's the point? Yeah, um, I did think 
as we were as he was doing this like this fit the the rubric like here the thing says it's a sunday make some version of a sunday i do think it would have been interesting to go the other direction and try and do like a produce tuesday. a savory sunday oh. <laughs> say again a tuesday <laughs> which i which i think would be a great name for a savory sunday is call it a tuesday uh but i feel really, like a savory sunday is just like a shepherd's pie or something like that <laughs> yeah. it's right. just like as I was typing it out in my notes while we were watching, I was like, I just invented like a braised short rib over risotto. That's a, that's a <laughs> <sentence>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, the rest of it, this, this one felt like, cause I felt like there were opportunities to improve even after he's like, okay, the ice creams are all bad. Let's like try this next step that I thought of. But I think he was like, this feels like him like calling enough enough take the l it stinks there's no way to fix yeah. this i can't, i liked it i liked it it was a short i like a shorter one it was good yeah yeah, yeah i thought it was he a made nice these things it was a creative back. it was a creative way to go with it and make, like actually make the ice cream version and it was good yeah what is uh what's your ideal sunday fellas ooh now this is a great question uh, I mean, I, I'll start please, since I asked. And I'm, I'm going to preemptively put this to the cowards. Send in your ideal Sunday creation. Sure, absolutely. I love it. Um, I want vanilla soft serve. Sure. That's, But you got to start the cup. Bottom of the cup, you're putting peanut butter sauce and some crumbled butterfingers. Then the vanilla soft serve. On top, more peanut butter sauce. Uh, more, sorry, more peanut butter sauce. More butterfinger uh more butterfinger crumbles and that's it i love a simple and then oh sorry and then you uh the whipped cream can uh you throw in the garbage <laughs> and then the maraschino the maraschino cherry uh jar you smash on the ground so any idiot who wants the cherries has to pick their glass to get right them. and this is an interesting thing did you know that uh maraschino cherries are named after the boxer rocky maraschino <laughs> It's a I good. Can't t- I can't take credit yeah, well, for that joke. It's because the they put salmon. they put a drop of his blood into every single. That's why they're so red. Of course, cherries cherries naturally are purple, but right. if you put a boxer's Italian, blood in there, stallion blood in there, <laughs> yeah, it really. And they're running out. They're running out of. <laughs> that's why blood. he's. That's how he's always sounds so groggy. He's always like, <laughs> they're like, you know, rock. We need some more juice for the cherries. <laughs> You know, I think you're you're just combining two Rockies and, and no, they're the same. Rock- Keep going, Johnny. You had a thought. Uh, I had many thoughts. Well, it's a, my first thought is it's a good thing you read us the definition of a Sunday uh, because James it, it it fits the category with flying with flawless colors. That's kind of an expression. Yeah. Uh, I in my mind. Uh, I would think of a Sunday with uh, hard ice cream, but it's interesting that you went with soft serve. I would love for you to talk through your thought process. I have had so many hard ice cream Sundays that I've just come back around and I just want a nice it's I'm just there for that that peanut butter sauce and those butterfinger bites and that the soft serve is just it's just about scooping efficiency and the yeah. delicious like subtle yeah, it's just as it's easier. I like it. Uh, I don't have to I like a softer ice cream anyway. And with when I get hard ice cream, there's usually a, like a wait period where I have to wait for it to kind of get a little softer before I really dive in. 
So I just I just want a soft serve. That's, right. that's yeah. where I'm at. I think yours sounds delicious. Like I don't I would I would gladly eat that uh, I think I'll twist it up and just do a hard ice cream, but I'll do vanilla as well. I don't need too many ice cream flavors mm-hmm. muddying the base. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll go with a I mean I'm gonna do peanut butter sauce as well. I love peanut butter and ice cream I think are like a flawless combination. It's so good. It's, it's so good. Uh, and I'm gonna just put a uh, a touch of hot fudge in as well. Uh, and then I'm going to go with uh, some Heath crumbles, and then I'm going to do some whipped cream. Okay. So, okay. Great. Uh, both great so far. Really, my only qu- quibble thus far is with the whipped cream, but I also understand that it's Johnny's one chance to get a white liquid going, and that's fine. I feel like a whipped cream, if you asked, like if this were Family Feud, whipped cream yeah. would be the number one or two answer on the board of what goes in a sundae. What goes in? For sure. sure. Except yeah, for yeah. ice cream. Right. Um, I, I go. Now it's your turn, unless we want someone else on the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. I hey, hey Olivia, Olivia, can you get me? <laughs> don't? I could do I could do it so much better than a girl would. <laughs> 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 That's not true. Obviously, women are our betters. Uh, I'm also gonna go soft serve. But before we get to the soft serve, I'm putting in either a. F- Full brownie or like brownie oh, chunks. Oh, interesting. All right, I like this. <laughs> Let me finish. Yeah. No, uh, I, just love, I just love the image of the image of the cup and like the brownie doesn't fit, so they're just like <laughs> mushing it down into the. Cup. Even better. Oh, sign me the hell up. Then, yeah, then it gets like then it's like sliding on the sides and leaving right. some some brownie seeping uh, in there. That's that's getting a, a quick. Uh, I, I'm it's, I'm taking Johnny's touch of hot fudge from earlier. That's going in there, to mm-hmm. to to be with the brownie for when I get to it. The uh, the vanilla soft serve. I'm probably going to go either Reese's Chunks or Reese's Pieces. Oh, that's good. That's, uh, that's a smart In addition. and around there because I also want a peanut butter fix. And then, Johnny, we're going to take the touch of hot fudge that you had touched on earlier, and we're going to turn it into just heaps of globs <laughs> and shit. Just the most amount of it. Because this whole thing is a vehicle for the hot fudge for me. Yeah. I buy it. I yeah. like it. That fits. Honestly... If, did you know, I miss, wait? I, did I miss the ice cream part? I didn't. I didn't hear. I, did you say? No, it's a soft serve. He had a soft serve. Oh, soft okay. Serve. I missed. I missed it, and I was like, I was like, man, he's just really loading up on the. <laughs> what toppings. I would. What I would love, is you know how like for a milkshake they bring you the metal thing that for oh, to finish yeah, up yeah, yeah, and the boys. I want the that, but for the, <laughs> I want that, but for the rem- remnants of the hot fudge jar. Bring that with my Sunday. I'm going to scoop that all sure. out, too. Sure. Why not? Wow. And then I'm going to be wheeled to the hospital and have uh, an aortic valve replacement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we've really done it here. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. If, if listening to this gave you diabetes, we are not liable. <laughs> yeah. Please, please seek a doctor and ask if you're healthy enough for sex or any of the Sundays that we described. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, we didn't give you mesothelioma either. I'm just mentioning it so that we cannot be liable. <laughs> Guys, uh, if you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us a special reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, we're at Gab with Bab on Twitter. We're Gab with Babish on Instagram. And if you want to send us emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, or your ideal Sunday makeups, send that to Gab with Babish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Sprinkles. Fire.